I do like when I can get an intro in the beginning. And then I don't have to go and like as I'm listening to it, like oh there's something. Because I like to just go through. What, what the hell? Fuck you, Amazon. This week we're drinking pumpkin and Halloween beers. <laughs> this is episode 122 of the Melting Hour. What's the hats on the house guy? He says peace. This the Melting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted when you're getting wasted. The Melting Hour here, people, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of... <laughs> I was going to do like a counterattack to the thing. I'm not going to do it. I just thought of it though. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with... Dick Butkus. Oh man. Why do you got to do that? Oh, I should have said Dick Butkus. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. We are, you know, we're recording this on the It's me, today, Brandon. Actually. I'm not really Dick, Dick Butkus. No. He, he passed away today. And a Bears legend, an NFL legend... Um, we're recording our pumpkin beer episode a little bit early, and we have the Bears game on and hoping for a win. I mean, top of the second, and we're up top 17. Top of the second. <laughs> this isn't baseball, but yeah. Top of the second. The Bears. Top of the second. The Bears are up 17 nothing. The Commanders still look like garbage. What are we drinking, Tony? Anything? Yeah, this is our, our pumpkin beer episode. I guess, Yeah, this is our pumpkin beer episode. It's I feel like it's going to start transitioning more into just like a Halloween beer, a Halloween themed beer episode, because we're going to end up drinking all of the pumpkin beers in the next two years, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be none left unless somebody comes out with something new. Well, and it's funny because the four beers that I got for us today, we have not tried. I'm pretty sure. I don't know about this four hands one. I, I, I'm pretty sure we haven't had this. I don't think I have. It does not look... Oh. But the one familiar, the one I'm most excited about is apparently this has been out for a while. I don't know how we missed this. It is Sketchbook Brewing Company's Smoky Jack, a smoked pumpkin saison. I'm actually going to pass this to you real quick. I hate smoked beers. <laughs> that is a lie. Uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to pass it to you so you can open it up so that I I, I was was trying to be very uh, on top of things and got descriptions before. We open up beer. So here we go. Smoky Jack from Sketchbook Brewing. Pumpkin beers can be spooky. This one is made to enlighten the ingredients that go with a fall beverage and make you smile. Pumpkin smoked in pecan wood and seasoned with a dash of pumpkin pie spices. This medium body farmhouse ale is finished with wildflower honey and dark maple syrup for even more complexity. Sketchbook out there in Evanston and Skokie. They just uh, recently won the bronze medal for their it's a polish smoked wheat beer gradzitski i think that's how you pronounce it i've had it before and you have one here now thanks to ray uh Ooh. i'm going in there too yeah, I, I did the same thing that uh you did that ray taught us put your hand over the glass give it a swirl and we're dumb <laughs> <laughs> well right away i'm getting like Pumpkin spice. I'm getting pumpkin. Um, and then I'm getting a little like smoky, peatiness or oh boy. something. Um, I haven't took, a, haven't taken a sip yet, but I just did. 
There's a nice uh, smoke. Yeah. Coming nice out blazing. There. Pew, 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 pew. There it is, man. That's oh. like uh, pumpkin beer in front of a campfire. Um, And then at the, I'm getting like a metallic. I got that too, and I shook it off. I swirled it around again. Okay. I, I, and I'm more sensitive to that with beers, and I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that. And I mainly get that from roasted malts. And there's not, I, I don't believe there's any, or many roasted malts. I, I normally get it from stouts. Still there a little bit. Still getting it? A little bit. Hmm. Not too bad. Not as bad as the first sip, um, but that is off-putting to me. Yeah. There is a little bit still in the back. Um, it's a Saison, which, excuse me, is interesting to me because I don't get any Saison from this no. beer. Now, I, everybody knows Clark and I specifically are masters at picking out Saisons when they're pale ales or vice versa. I don't remember the mystery <laughs> beer, what we did, what we messed up. But it... It comes across as a little bit of a, just a smoky pumpkin ale. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's got, it's got like a good lager backbone, um, and the pumpkin flavor is nice. Actually, I really do like it. And then that subtle like smokiness that comes through, just that like metallic- swish it around in your mouth. Like take a sip. Like don't take a huge sip, but like swish it around in your mouth a little bit. Not like that. Just like I do that normally too. But like swish it around and then swallow. And I, I don't have that metallic taste now. You still have it? A little bit. Hmm. Interesting. There again. must be a malt specifically in the... I had to pause. Oh, he shook his whole head on that one. Wow, he's getting crazy for Halloween. Um, My head hurts. I, I I do get... See, not yet. I didn't get it that time. You got to shake your head. Insane. Yeah. That's insane. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Uh, I do get that from certain roasted malts, and I've talked about that before with like certain stouts where there's like this metallic-y taste that eventually goes away, whether I shake it off in the beer, like swirl it around the cup, or Taylor Swift, um, or the more I drink it, it kind of goes away. One of the beers, and this is not a, this is my palate, so it's not a knock on the beer, I get it from Fat Pug from Maplewood. Okay. And I bring that up because I just recently had their... S'mores Fat Pug, which is very good. An imperial version of uh, Fat Pug that is supposed to be modeled after s'mores. And the first sip that I had, me forgetting about the kind of metallic taste that I get from Fat Pug, mm-hmm. um, it was off-putting. So I was like, oh, shit, that's right. It's, it's one of the like stouts that I, I get that from. Swirled it around a little bit, let it warm up a little bit, and, and then it was gone. The, the metallic taste only for me... With certain beers that have those roasted malts, it's it comes like in the beginning, and then as I keep drinking it, it goes away. Have you you haven't identified what malt that probably is? I believe it it may have been talked about on this podcast. Maybe we should talk to Matthew about that because I'm sure, or or Ray, or like anybody or any other brewer um, or, or somebody who's like actively working in a brewery, mm-hmm. there. Is definitely a. I just remember having the conversation with somebody. There's a specific malt or a, the way or some, how dark something's roasted that it gives off. It can give off like a metallic taste to some palates, and my palate is very sensitive to that. And it sucks because I love stouts. So when I when I come across that, it's like ah oh, man, kind of a bummer for me because I have to like work on it to like make the beer palatable for myself and again it's 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 not the brewer's fault it's not the beer's fault it is just my mouth and my palate being very sensitive to that 
you're, I see you're trying to find this. Yeah, so well, just I, something I came across um, on uh, a homebrew uh, website. Um, it says it's most likely a pH thing. Dark malts huh. inherently reduce pH. Brewers will often use baking soda or high carbonate spring high carbonate spring water, etc., to balance out the pH effect. In a finished beer, low pH can end up tasting metallic to some, or to me, sometimes tends to taste like canned olives. Whoa. Whoa. Gross. So I'm wondering if does that mean that the brewers aren't making up for the low pH and no I think that they are making up for the low, like they're 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 adjusting and adding those things to it is so it's giving it's off like the, baking soda yeah something like that yeah, yeah. whatever they're using whatever they're doing could be the reason um, yeah. I doubt they're just using like straight up baking soda there could be other chemical compounds that they're yeah, using Arm and so, Hammer there you go. we got a we got a whole supply of Arm and Hammer we just dump it into the mash it's good to go and we got <laughs> we lower the pH. Once we get out of mash, we'll go to boil. It's good. Yeah, again, it's, it's just something that I'm sensitive to. But it's interesting to hear you say that because I don't think we've had many beers on here. Because I, I tried not to say that I taste the metallic. Mm. Maybe, maybe I should say that only because there's other people out there who are, are sensitive to, to that. So when you're drinking the beer, you know. So the other thing uh, I'm reading here, it says it's a... Excuse me, I just burped very loud into the microphone. It's a malt oxidation thing. So um, hmm. some roasted malts oxidize quicker. That makes so, sense. So yeah, so I again, I could I, I be just, several different things. But why it's we're getting it in here? I don't know. Saison. Yeah, my I mean my only thought could be that they used you know some var- variation of a caramel roasted malt, malt, something that was maybe for the, a to get bit. the color. Yeah, I mean I'm sure there's a caramel malt in here of some yeah. sort. Um, overall, though, as we've been drinking it and talking and very much staying on this uh, 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 metallic flavor, um, as I keep drinking this, I'm beginning to enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, I'm not, maybe because it's warming up, I don't know, I'm not getting the metallic as much. I, I So that's the thing, so like with certain beers, like I said, like certain stouts, like as I drink them and I keep going on with them as the night goes on, like even if it's like within an hour... Um, I, that taste goes away because like you keep drinking. And so like my palate keeps picking up everything else and just kind of ignores the metallic, uh, taste. If I drink a beer for an hour, everything starts to go away. (laughs) Sometimes I really take my time. Um, but I don't, I don't really get the Saison. No, I don't get that at all. Because I was going to say, oh, maybe there's like this little like fruity... Not saisons aren't tart, but like there is like a fruity dryness that comes with saisons. Mm-hmm. In 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 my opinion, as being a, a beer master, um, but this really just comes off as a smoked pumpkin ale, which I'm not upset about at no. all. No, I'm not going to judge this beer on the fact that it is supposed to be a smoked pumpkin saison. I'm going to judge it on it being a pumpkin beer. Yeah, my thought was judging it for what it tastes like not what it's supposed to be so I, that's essentially what you said because if i'm going off like it being a saison i'd rate it really low yeah um, because we're not getting saison and it'd be pretty crazy if this was like hey, here's a saison also we added these spices to it yeah the smokiness to me is perfect it's not which i mean the grzetsky that they did the smoked yeah. uh polish wheat beer that they did won a bronze so mm. they've got the smoked malt ratio down very well obviously yeah i like the smokiness in here there's a nice sweetness there's the pumpkin spice in there 
it's got a nice body to it too. It's not super light. There's like a medium body to it. Um, I feel like if they would have, if it would have been any smokier, the pumpkin spice would have got drowned out. Yeah, and if it didn't get or just made out, it unpleasant, it would have been muddled. Yeah, yeah. it just would have been like not good. So I really like that about this beer. Mm-hmm. I have to burp again. It's just trying to come out. Uh, uh, uh. Cool. We don't normally <laughs> burp on mic like that, but we did. I feel better. Um, Brandon, how many flaming flaming pumpkins are you giving this? I'm gonna go three six. Interesting. Okay. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go three nine. Okay. Um, just because I've never had a smoked pumpkin beer, and again, I'm not getting the the whole saison uh, 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 profile from this beer, but it's still a tasty pumpkin beer, and the smokiness is really nice. And I've never had a smoky pumpkin beer, so yeah. But what knocked it down for me was that metallic taste. That's what sure. I, I took it down a couple, couple, a couple two tree because of that. But other, I mean, it's solid beer. If I if I hadn't noticed the the metallic up front i probably would have been right there with you a little bit higher so. sure yeah and then like i said I, I i try to get past the metallic flavor i'm sure i've talked about it on the podcast before there are some beers where it's like man it's just there it's just there for me and mm-hmm. i can't get past it this happened to be one of the beers where i didn't have it anymore and it was great so very tasty we've got three more uh, options here brandon what I, I have one in mind but what what do you want to do Mm. I'm, I'm holding up a three beers for him to look at. Do Energy City? That's what I was going to go with. Way to go, man. Ugh. All right, I'm going to crack this one open. I feel like that one, um, if we save that to last, might get lost. Absolutely. I think... Uh, we Actually, go... to the point, I want to rinse my glass. Ooh, good idea. Smokiness in there. I should have done that, but I didn't. Oh, my God. So I'm pouring this into my glass. Holy shit. <laughs> So pouring into my glass, it looks, uh, it really looks like a hazy IPA, but I just got a whiff off of the glass and this smells like a pumpkin, like it smells like a pumpkin pie crust and all. This is absolutely insane. I need you to pour that right now, Brandon, and smell that. I mean, it it looks, looks like a thick hazy IPA. It looks like orange juice. Dude, smell that. Smell that right now. You know what? It's funny. So I, I get the like the pumpkin. I get get weird. But the first thing I really noticed was butter. It was buttery. Yeah, buttery. Like That's what I mean, like a crust, yep. but not like not not buttery like um oh shit, not buttery like an off uh, uh a flavor like diacetyl. Yeah, no, 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 no. Did you it was, it was like no, but it, it was like like a bakery, like you know, fresh baked. This is insane. Uh, fresh baked uh like pies coming off, and first thing you smell is like the doughs. Oh. Aggie made it. Girl, go away. By the way, the bears are playing great. They look good right now. Brandon, take a sip of that beer and tell me what you think. That's fucking good. Dude, that is pumpkin pie. You know, I know it's a cobbler, but that is like... that. This is blowing my mind of this how is... there's... It's like someone made a tincture or... Just took cobbler cake pie and soaked it in liquid. I'm. It's a burner wise too. By the way, this this reminds me of not that I've ever done this, but like 
your grandpa with no teeth wants some pumpkin pie, you got to blend down the pumpkin I'm glad you've pie. never done it before. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've always had my teeth. Um, but, like, literally, it's, like, liquefied pumpkin This pie. is, so, this is from Energy City uh, on Batavia, Illinois. It is a sour, fruited Berliner Weiss. It is a Berliner-style Weiss beer with pumpkin and spices added after fermentation. So it doesn't give us a whole lot because this is the most... When you talk about pastry stouts and, and like just pastry beers in general, like this literally is like someone put pumpkin pies... We've done, we've done crazy beers before with cereal... The, the cinnamon roll stout where you put cinnamon rolls in there. How how does it taste like a buttery crust? Like, not a buttery... Ah, I don't want to say buttery because that is an off-putting descriptor for a beer that... Okay. Yeah. I was I was reading the bottom. I was like, oh, when was this canned? And then I saw a date. It says like 3, 14, 20, looked like 23. And I was like, what? Um, but it says it's BB, so Best Buy. I'm assuming is it 24? I think it's I think it's a, it's either 24 or 25. The the last oh, yeah. the last number is like muddled, but actually it looks closer to a, a five. Wow, dude, this I, is. I'd be interested to see how this ages. I I didn't know what to expect going into this beer. This was kind of the like curveball beer for me because you and I had both talked about we saw this when we were doing the fall beer episode. Mm. And we both saw this beer. We talked about, like, oh, I was going to get this. Oh, yeah, I was going to get this too, but we're going to wait for the pumpkin beer episode. So this was the first beer that I was gunning for. I... I'm glad you got it. Dude. Like, I just brought it to my nose right now. It just smells like pie crust. Yep. It smells like a fucking bakery. This is insane. I am... I, I can't believe it. And a Berliner Weiss, which is an interesting style... For this, in Berliner Weiss is is light and there's a tartness to it, and it works like a cobbler, you know, like peach cobbler, strawberry cobbler. There's a tartness to it from the fruit. Pumpkin's not necessarily tart, but what I'm, <clears throat> dude, I've never been blown away by a pumpkin beer as much as I am blown away by this beer right now. It's just so well done, and um, it's fucking liquid dessert. Yeah, what's the ABV on this? I don't know. You have the can. Oh, dude, it oh, the smell. It's like pumpkin cookies. Like the aroma is like there's cookies. There's like something baking, and then there's six pumpkin. and a half. Oh my god, which is actually high for a Berliner Weiss. No, you know I would, dude. I I would love an imperial version of this. They have a pumpkin cheesecake version of this. What? Yeah, I love cheesecake. I, I love do too, dude. Pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah, dude, I do too. Um, I'm shocked. Go get, ab- go get that beer right now. Dude, <laughs> dude I am I, I, I gotta be honest, man. I am absolutely shocked by this, this beer. This is uh Maltese level for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is you know, when people talk you know, people talk about like how beers have changed and like pastry styles and there's like shit and beers and like just make a beer, make a beer. This to get this flavor. To get this aroma, to get this specific a Berliner Weiss is, is not easy to make either. But to craft this, yeah, what I'm getting from the aroma, what I'm getting from the flavor, it is amazing. This is look dude, how like look how thick it is, like just oh, I leaving know. the residue. On it the- looks like when you're like uh, pulling off samples from homebrew. 
Mm-hmm. It's not an appealing beer. No, look at the floaty thing. Yeah. You can Visual, see the spice visually, you can see the spice in there. Visually, it is not an appealing beer. Is that the, sorry, Energy City? I, I, I is that the the mo with Energy City though? Because like, are they like the thicker beers? Like not like pastry style stuff, but they just no. They've got like random stuff. Like there's, dude. After having this, I can't wait to like branch out and try some of the other ones. I saw like a chocolate chip mint thing. I want to try the pumpkin cheesecake thing. Like <sighs> amazing. I have not been blown away by a beer on this up on, on this episode on this show in a long time. Yeah. This is it. This is it. Like it is. I would. I would. I would. I would offer samples or or every like, especially like around the holidays or a Halloween party or whatever. I want a four pack of this, and I'm cracking it like cracking cans open and pouring samples for everybody to be like, smell that, drink that, and tell me that's not like the coolest like most interesting pumpkin pie beverage you've ever had in your life. I I like and it's this, a cobbler. I, I like this so much that like literally in my head I'm thinking, do I have room in my suitcase to bring some for the fam like I like If you don't, I'm telling you right now. Oh man, I still didn't bring your birthday gift. <laughs> what the fuck okay. So you have a birthday gift when you get back. Um by the way, it is a Bottle of bourbon. Um, I won't tell you what it is. But, dude, I think I might go and get a four-pack of this. I'll leave two here and keep two at home. Like, dude, I think... <sighs> you think Laura would like this? Does she like pumpkin Maybe. pie? Uh, no, she's not She's not big into pumpkin spice. Is is Becca? Oh, yeah. Oh, she, dude, I think she... Dude, anybody... I just feel like anybody who likes baked things... I actually think like people who might not like pumpkin spiced beers but like pastries that maybe have like pumpkin in it and like don't mind pumpkin stuff this is that beer that beverage for you this is insane because as as i keep drinking it you know we talk about um you're getting that pie crust but what i'm getting more now is less of the pie like less of a pie crust but more of like a cobbler topping that goes yeah. on things like it tastes more like that. I'm getting like notes of brown sugar and like some, you know, like almost like roasted in the oven type, you know, it's just so fucking interesting and it's so intense, but in the best way possible. Also, I'd like, this is a perfect way to drink this. Like this is a good beer. I don't know if I could do an entire 16 ounce can. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a sharing beer yeah. for sure. I could probably do, I could drink it slowly if I need. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, and as it warmed up, I'd probably be like, Although "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm plowing I'm, through this." Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I plowed through it because I didn't want it to warm up anymore. Because I feel like I'm going to get more of the pastry aspect of it, and we still have two more to go. Um, Brandon, how many cobblers are you giving this? Fuck, dude. Um, for what it is, man, I got to go five. One hundred percent. I am with you 100%. This might be the most accurate depiction of a pastry beer. And it's so fucking stupid. It literally, like, like the name of it is I agree. Pumpkin Cobbler. And they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like, literally. We kept talking about pie crust, but, like, pie crust, cobbler, baking, so, but that, like, that, that buttery, dough. That yeah. butteriness that I smelt in the beginning, that literally smelt like a buttery pie crust. And it's not an off- Putting yeah. aroma. It's not like there's like diacetyl. No. This is 
No, it smelled Ugh. like buttery baked goods, Dude, like in the most I'm pleasant way. I'm blown away. Because when I think diacetyl, I think like if you were just straight up drinking like it's, uh, it's popcorn like, butter. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Like the buttered popcorn stuff. Which is I'm just, good. I, yeah, <laughs> just good. not That's a beer. It's not a beer. <laughs> I am just absolutely blown away by this. It's fantastic. It's one of the, might be the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. If If I could be a fly on a wall on a brew day... I would love to see how they do this. Energy City, after we've tagged you in this, of course, as some breweries do, they listen to the episode. If you're listening to this, we would love to come and talk to you because this is blowing our minds right now. This is hands down one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had. This this tops. I feel, you know what, man? I, I have to get it out of my mind because we have two more to go. Um... I, I'm almost speechless. Yeah. I'm almost speechless. So how many... Uh, five. Cobblers? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah, sorry. That. Five. I'm five on that. All right. Uh, we have to collect ourselves. We have to drink some water, maybe like rinse our palates because it's going to be hard to top this. But I'm going to get it out of my mind because we have two very different uh, beers left to, to go for the rest of this episode. Indeed. We'll be right back. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Spooky return. I'm terrified. We are back. Welcome, everybody. Wait, can you see the clipping? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the most terrifying thing that I have to adjust. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to our uh, uh, pumpkin beer Halloween episode. It's about a week early, but that's okay. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I am still collecting my thoughts over that uh, Energy City pumpkin cobbler. I have to 
get it out of my head because we have two more that we're gonna sample. Um, and Brandon, I'm gonna pass this to you. There we go. Thank you, sir. So this is one of my favorite styles of uh, pumpkin beer. I love the idea of pumpkin beers um, when they're stouts. So that's what this is. It is... Ill Repute? Yeah, Ill Repute, thank you, from Four Hands Brewing <laughs> Company. It is a pumpkin slash yam beer. Familiar pumpkin pie aromas of cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger shine from this decidedly non-traditional twist on a pumpkin ale that's built upon complex layer of caramel and chocolate to create a seasonal imperial stout that's both trick and treat. Hmm. Pairs with pumpkin brownies, giant bowls of chocolate, all Hallow's Eve, baby. We got cats doing shit over there and the bears are kicking ass. By the way, this is two weeks after the Bears are kicking ass on Thursday night. Hopefully they don't blow the lead. Right away, just so you know, we're getting chocolate uh, oh, on the 100%, aroma. 100%. That, that, that chocolate is coming through. Dark chocolate. Oh, Ooh, pairs with dark chocolate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. So my initial thoughts on this is the pumpkin is very subtle. Absolutely. But... Not it's, in a way that I would be like, oh, this isn't a pumpkin beer, but it's I, like the chocolate is kind of the chocolate and malt backbone. Like the are, stout are is this. the stout is the star of this. Yeah, um, I feel like they could up the pumpkin. Yeah, I or mean, add some pumpkin spice. I don't know. Sure, if you mean if you want more pumpkin, absolutely. I would still call this a pumpkin beer. No, I, no, I, so would I. I'm just saying, like personal preference. I think they could go. They can go a little higher. I think it's a really good stout overall. Oh, agreed. And the subtle pumpkin to it, I actually really like. And maybe it's because we're, because we're coming off that Energy City pumpkin cobbler that was like straight up like baked pumpkin goodness. Yeah. This is, um, if I can compare it to anything, it's like a heftier bodied and alcohol, I think, Warlock. <laughs> what, what's the ABV on this? Do you have that in uh, the can? Eight and a half. I think Warlock's around there. Warlock might be nine. So it's around there. Warlock is a little bit lighter. That's uh, Southern Tears pumpkin stout. This is like, I feel like it's heftier in body than Warlock. Maybe a little bit more approachable. And I don't know. I I really like this. Yeah, I I like the body on it. I like the cream. There's a creaminess to it. Um, and by, by all means, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't like it the, sure. the way it is, but I'd like I would love to see like if it was dialed up a little bit more. Yeah, um, I think it's personal would, preference. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I, oh. I I can see that. But what this made me think of was if we ever did into the void a pumpkin version of that. There you go. But then I thought about it. I'm like, so we're past. You know, we're going to be past. You know, Halloween, and then it just popped in my head. I was like. What if we did a Christmas cookie into the void? I'd love to do that. It'd be fantastic. Like, find some way to get, like, sugar cookie. Mm. Yeah, Eggy agrees. We'll talk to the people at Energy City who have mastered the art of putting, like, baked goods into a damn beer without it just being, like, a giant, like, sweet sugar bomb that's just thick and, like, giving me diabetes. This beer, uh, yeah, that would be fantastic. A sugar cookie stout would be really good. Um... I feel like some of the sugar cookie styles that we've had have just been like not on the podcast, uh, thin bodied and yeah. not that great. This it, has a nice body. Uh, you, you said creamy. There's a smoothness to it. 
the more I'm drinking it, the more the cinnamon and like nutmeg is kind of like an allspice, maybe like yep. lingering in the back of my mouth. But that chocolate aroma is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Like I would like to have this without the adjuncts, like just the stout as is. Um, yeah, I'm I, sure they probably have for sure. that. I, I just think this is a another really good pumpkin beer. This is fantastic. This might be one that uh, I go and seek out more often when it's released. Yeah, and it's not overly sweet. Um, it's like it's the perfect like. It's like a medium light body too. Yeah, it's the perfect consistency, and like this, you know, it being an eight and a half percent beer. You know, just based on like how thick it kind of is, like I would have assumed almost that would be like nine, nine and a half. Sure, but an imperial, like even a higher, not imperial, but like a higher ABV version of this would be remarkable. I would love an uh, uh, a barrel aged version of this beer. It's um, it's really impressive. I didn't know what to expect because never had it before. I've because there've been other pumpkin stouts that I have tried. Um, I was expecting like a super light, thin body yeah. to this, and I'm glad that's not what we have here. This is this is tasty, man. Yeah, as soon as I poured it, I was like, yeah, this is going to have some heft, um, mm-hmm. and it does pleasantly. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, again, going back to what I said, like, you know, you know, bumping up the spice or the pumpkin, that's, you know, just for me. Sure. I would be interested to see how that, that plays, because I'm getting a lot more chocolate and a lot more malt. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I do enjoy the beer, like, quite immensely, but... Um, yeah, I mean, as I'm drinking it, I, I get more of the pumpkin spice yeah. and all the stuff that when it's warming up, that's starting to yeah. become more predominant. So yeah. I'm also happy that we didn't run into what we were talking about before was that metallic taste because that yes. was the other thing I was worried about coming into the stout was like, oh no, am I going to have the metallic taste? But no, nobody wants that. No, it's not there, and that is fantastic. So Brandon, how many? chocolate covered pumpkin things <laughs> how many chocolate cover or how many uh pumpkin reese's pieces or reese's peanut butter cups but there's no peanut butter in this i know whatever we're gonna, we're gonna judge off that anyway. chocolate covered pumpkins yeah that's it's not good. a thing either uh it is now how many chocolate covered pumpkin spice things <laughs> are, uh, would you give this um, I'm gonna go four. Okay, for what it is. Um, like I said, if if it was bumped up a little bit more, I think I'd go a little higher. But for what it is, uh, I really enjoy it, and that's a solid four for me. I'm gonna go four four on this. Okay, because I think it's a nice subtle approach to doing a pumpkin beer and focusing on the stout. Like if you're a stout drinker who likes pumpkin uh spice beers but you're not looking to be like smashed in the face with pumpkin spice then you know this is definitely the beer for you yeah even if you're just a stout drinker this might be uh the beer that you want to have because the the pumpkin spice is is very low there's a nice cinnamon nutmeg baked goodness to this very good i like it agreed brandon we've got one more beer left technically it's not a beer i'm gonna give this to you because i'm gonna have you pour that oh oh, oh, you still have you still have beer in there sorry sorry about that because i'm gonna pull my phone back out here to talk about this when i saw this uh when i went by the way again going to beer on the wall for these beers uh i saw this one and i was super excited because i had the 
Oh man, the Golden Ale. Uh, what was the brewery? The Golden Ooh. the Golden Ale that had the 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 apple cider donut. Uh, it's not from these guys. This is Misbehaving Meads Cidery in Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, it is a spiced cider featuring the flavors of fall, which <laughs> there's a colon there. Sorry, caramel, brown sugar, cinnamon, cardamom, vanilla, and of course apples. Crisp as an autumn night with a long but clean finish. And the descriptors here on uh, Untapped are apple, caramel, sweet, honey, and bubbly. I'm pretty excited about this. You know, I figured instead of just going full um, pumpkin, we can still sneak in, you know, some stuff we want to have around Halloween. Uh, you know, uh, some fall-type beers. Ooh, buddy. Did you take a whiff of that? I did. What are you getting on there? Cidery. Really? I'm getting, like, more of a baked apple thing. Like, caramel apple, baked apple thing that has caramel with it. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing that you're doing. I didn't do that before. Oh, man. I'm getting, like, okay. caramel. Oh, yeah. Getting, a, yeah. I'm getting, like, strong caramel aromas on that that reminds me of something. I actually just made apple fritters the other day for my first time with puff pastries Ooh. with brown sugar. Um, but didn't use any caramel but you know, caramelize the brown sugar, you get that smell. This is what I'm getting it's, from this. It's reminiscent of like, like a caramel apple pie. Sure. Or, or if you want to go back down that cobbler route, kind of teetering on that, because um, I'm getting, it, like you said, it, not so much a caramel like aroma, but it's more of like a, you know, a browned, a browned brown sugar aroma. I can see you when you apple and stuff. Yeah, I can see when you first said, like, you know, full cider. There is, I feel like my nose is on point tonight, which is a rare thing for the show. <laughs> um, I do get the apple, but, like, there's, like, this caramel and then, like, some flaky baked something in there as well. And, and that again, it's not diastole. It's a nice, like... <sighs> it's nowhere near as buttery as the Energy City was. no. But this is this is caramel apple on a dry. It's like if you took apple cider and dumbed down the sweetness of it. Okay, <laughs> I'm not talking about like a hard cider. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like real, like a jug of apple cider, yeah. which I do have at home, which is super sweet. And I pour like a quarter of a cup every yeah. now and then, and drink some of it, even sometimes in the morning, which is Ooh. a great way to start the day. Just a little bit of apple cider before you brush teeth. <laughs> wow, um, you brush your teeth. Just brush brush your teeth with apple cider. Um, it is. A not super sweet, but it's not dry. It's like right in the middle. I mean, there's de- it leans more towards sweetness, but it's not like super sweet. And then there's like caramel, and then apple, and then I don't know, man. It's it's hard. It's like if an apple turnover turned over turned over <laughs> into a beer. Like I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to. I get that in the aroma, but in the taste, it's like it's like a caramel apple. It's like if you go if you get a caramel apple from an actual like place you're picking apples from, because you get like affy apples or whatever, like caramel covered apples that are sitting on the shelves forever. And yeah, that's fine. But if you go to an actual apple orchard and you're buying the ones that they dip in caramel, mm-hmm. that's what this reminds me of. What I and what I like about this. It, 
is it's a cider. It's yeah. not like a it's not like a lager no. that's going for apple and caramel or whatever. It's it's not like the gold nail that I I had, which the gold nail was fantastic. Or like uh, the phase three. Yeah, oh yeah, which is that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, if if this we want, is... if we want to get ballsy, we could test it with a three year old one that we got back. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, as I'm drinking this more, like it is like an apple juice. Yeah, like there's like it's like a juicy apple that has caramel in there. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Yeah. How did we put together? Granted, it was me, but how did like the? I feel like the 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 everything was in line, and these were the like I was in and out. I did grab some beers for myself for tomorrow. You went to in and out for the weekend. I did go to In and Out. Get the animal. Got that in Chicago. Now. That. Yeah, you didn't know about that. No, I flew. To, I flew to California. Did that. Um, no, I was in and out of uh, beer on the wall very quickly because there was three. I, I was doing screenshots, but there was a couple of ones I knew that I wanted to get. And this was one of them. Sketchbook was one of them. And then the... Energy City. Energy City was the other one. Those are the three that I was looking for. And uh, the Four Hands was the one I decided on uh, out of the other things I was going to like fill it in with. But this might be one of the best like Halloween, quote-unquote, uh, pumpkin beer. Sorry, everybody else that has ever been on a pumpkin beer episode. This is <laughs> just how it panned out. These were all solid selections. And again, I'm not patting myself on the back because they were just kind of. Should. You but should. they were like random things that I saw that I thought, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. And like, we've done this before. We've grabbed beers. Like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's good for what it is. And even the sketchbook one might be the lowest for us. It's still like a really good beer. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. Um, so if you're going to rate this, how many caramel apples would you give this one? Four point seven. Ooh, and it's a cider. I mean, it is a cider. I'm not a huge fan of ciders, but like especially around this time, and for what this is, is like a caramel apple cider. It reminds you of being like at an apple orchard, picking apples, maybe buying those fresh like dipped caramel apples that are the apples are from the orchard, or you're buying those donuts or all the other bullshit that you can get at those places when you're apple picking. This like encompasses that feeling for me. Yeah. When I say bullshit, I mean about all the canned stuff and bottled stuff that you no, I know. you don't need to buy. <laughs> Although at Edward's Apple at, at Edward's Apple Orchard, we bought caramel corn. That is probably the best caramel corn I've ever had. Ooh. Like it's the nice, like roasty, like rich, deep, not burnt, but like roasted caramel into Ooh. a popcorn. That's the best. But yeah. What would you uh how many caramel apples are you gonna give this one? I'm just thinking about caramel corn right now. Yeah, um sure I would one. say I'd give it two. Oh my god! What three? Five, four. Oh, where's he going? He's rolling the five, dice, rolling back and seven. forth. He's losing um, his mind. I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm like four between four six, four seven and a half. Yeah, like uh, it's really good. Or four, yeah. Four, I would say four, four seven and yeah. three quarters. Yeah. Um, but so fucking good, and like I do, I, I again, I don't seek out ciders all the time. I've I've made ciders in the past, and I think I still have like a half a gallon of one that I still need to drink, um, from last year. But I can appreciate a good cider, absolutely, and I can also appreciate like 
when you craft it well, when you're trying to do adjuncts and things like that. This one was crafted very well. Amazing. Like, there was thought into it. There was, you know, some care into it. It came out, it's like crystal clear, you know. Yeah, that was from, the other like, thing too. Yeah, we didn't talk about the it, it's, of it. It's not, it's not hazy. It's not, there's no floaters in here. It's, it's a clean beer. <clears throat> um, perfect amount of carbonation. Yeah. And like that caramel sweetness just, it's like, it's lingering on my lips. In a way where I felt like I kind of maybe like oh maybe I did have a caramel apple. Yeah, it's 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 also a beer. Am I much like (laughs) much like the Energy City one? Like that was perfect splitting that. Like if you had the Energy City uh, pumpkin cobbler and uh, misbehaving uh, caramel apple cider. Now, if I was going to cuvee something, Energy City in this one. There's also a little bit of caramel for a little bit, a little bit left, a little little splash in here. Um, those two are great beers to split. The four hands, uh, stout. I could, I could, I could house that one. So what do we think? I mean, I mean, this is six and a half percent. It's not, I just, I just shot that last little bit. There. It's not terribly, it's, it's not high in alcohol. No, fantastic. Um, the highest thing was the, the stout from four hands, which again, that's one that I could probably drink on my own. I could probably do the sketchbook, uh, smoky, smoky Jack, smoky pump. It's smoky Jack, something like that, smoky pump. Um, Okay. Yeah, these four particular beers in this, or three particular beers in the cider, um, a really nice, interesting approach. It's it's refreshing to. Oh, you are doing the cuvee. Oh, nice. It's a nice uh, change up of what we normally do for like pumpkin beers. So you mix the cider and the pumpkin. Oh my god, the pumpkin color. That turned out. Fire, dude. Fire. We don't normally drink from each other's glasses. Dude, and and the the aroma, like, I get both. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so fucking good. (laughs) So, like, the Blurna Weiss is already, like, that tartness, but now, other than, like, the pumpkin, like, pastry, I get, like, a nice, like, oh, Jesus Christ, do a half and half with that. That was fucking, that's Tasty, man. You could probably go more of the caramel apple because the beast, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the energy city is a little thicker and heavier. But holy moly, dude, this is probably one of the most fun pumpkin beer Halloween that was fucking we've ever done. Like, again, roll the dice, just grabbing some random shit that I thought might be good, and it turned out fantastic. You did well, my friend. You did well. Thanks, man. And happy Halloween to you. And same to you, my friend. It's next week, but happy Halloween to you. Well, next <laughs> week when this is coming out. We're still we're still watching the Bears game. And by the way, third quarter just started. They're still winning. We hope they don't blow it. Halloween's actually like several weeks away. <laughs> well, while we're doing this, yeah. but as the episode comes oh, out, yes, it's, yes. it's next week. Indeed. Um, Indeed. Oh, so real quick. If you had to rate the four, how are you rating them? Uh, Energy City. Number the, one? Yep. Okay. Uh, the Cider. Two. The Stout, and then Sketchbook. 100%. Also, with that being said, that's just tonight. Yeah. Me, personally, the Metallic thing was was tough for the Sketchbook, but that Sketchbook beer is really good. Yeah. And, and the that... Stout is really good. It just happened to be that the cider and the fucking pastry pumpkin cobbler was... Yeah, and, and like I have a hard... T- not a hard time, but it, it's... I get there's some people that might say, oh, you can't compare a cider with a beer. And I'm like, it's all booze, my friends. Yeah. It's all in the same family. But the thing was, it was pumpkin and, and Halloween stuff. Yeah. And we're, we're comparing it to what we were drinking tonight. Again, if it was another night with some other 
pumpkin beers sketchbook could have been number one yeah that's i mean it was good like we everything tonight got pretty decent ratings so. i mean you literally pulled like a roulette of beers absolutely and, and it, it worked out fantastic. i hope it works out again another time yeah well, so this, I am going to probably grab another one of those ciders, but I will grab a four-pack of that pumpkin uh, cobbler Indeed. from Energy City you for you and I. So everybody, happy Halloween. Thank you for listening, uh, liking, subscribing, doing all that good stuff. Please send us some emails, comment on things. We love to hear from you. And we, uh, you know, we take your recommendations seriously, even if we haven't done them yet. We constantly have it in the back of our minds. We're just trying to find the time to do it. So <laughs> we appreciate it. Brandon? Happy Halloween, and I love you. Happy Halloween. Love you too, bud. We'll see you guys next week. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.